Hello and welcome to the Every Other Saturday podcast for a brand new episode this week. Uh, we'll be covering the massive, huge uh, 3-0 victory of a Red Star in the Europa League. And also and on Sunday, a massive 3-0 win against Dundee in the Cup. Two different opposition, but same result. Gets us uh, in a comfortable position going into Thursday's game, which we'll talk about. And, and then obviously Dundee in the league again. So exact same fixtures as we talked about last week are happening again. Just uh, this time the Dundee ones in the league instead of the cup. Uh, so I will talk about all of that in this episode. Uh, if you do enjoy, as always, you could give us a like, subscribe, uh, and share about wherever you're watching. Very much appreciated. So um, on a Red Star first, then uh, obviously last Thursday's game in the Europa League, mm-hmm. we sort of build it as a, maybe a one to watch, quite a sticky team. A lot, of, a lot of people were saying we get a, quite a good, decent draw out of it, but. Especially with Red Star, the way they've performed, group winners, uh, very good in their domestic league. They're currently playing as we speak, winning 2 1, which will take them to the top of their league. So they're obviously a pretty decent outfit. Um, but I didn't expect the game to go so so well. <laughs> Especially like obviously you go into these Euro Europa League games expecting like a tough game, of course, at this stage anyway. This is a stage where we've sort of fell it out in the past two seasons. Um but we really went and put out a massive, massive statement to everybody else in the, the competition and also for the next leg as well. Um, to go to as a hostile environment as we're going to go in Thursday, we knowing we've got that advantage is 3 nothing is, is huge. Um, I, I can tell the team talk for, for Giovanni would have been simple. We'll show them the videos for, for the way their stadium is. Let's make this place rocking and get get a good advantage going into it, which was the way we done it. Perfect result, but that all came with a lot of VAR decisions, a lot of disallowed goals. So obviously the game started uh, two minutes in, they already did the ball in the net. Um, but that one was, as you, as you watch it back, was offside, correct decision. We go up the park, we get a penalty again, similar to the Dortmund game. Had no idea what we were even appealing for. I only noticed when the guy behind me was like, oh, Kent's asking for a penalty here, and I'm like, what for? <laughs> what happened? I swear he just took a run and nothing happened. Uh, but we get the penalty, we go 1-0 up uh, mm-hmm. and then we go 2-0 up like instantly. So similar to the Dortmund game in terms of they obviously were, were in the game and we get a penalty and score straight after Morelos for a corner. Um, 2 nothing up. They go and get a penalty. Miss the penalty. What a great save for Al McGregor. I channeled the, your thoughts were in my head when he was taking that penalty. I was like, McGregor never saves penalties. I'm never confident. And then obviously pulls out a master save like that. Um, yeah. I in the first half really couldn't have went any better. No, first half couldn't have been. The words we were looking for, Jack, was comfortable. I would, mm. I'm just going to take out your thing. Maybe it was a comfortable first half. Um, and I was using reverse psychology on you, um, where McGregor eventually one day will save a penalty. And he chose the day. He chose on Thursday to save that penalty. Um, I, I was the same way. I thought, he's no saving that. There's no chance he's saving that. And they proved me wrong. That's what we like to see on this podcast. We like to see players proving us wrong. Um, sensational goal for Morelos, by the way. Oh, mm-hmm. some of his play in that first half, and also the way he was just passing the ball. Oh my god, fantastic! But no, um, it's just as I say, it was a comfortable, comfortable first half. We were building up as a difficult tie, which it still is. We're not all the way through. It's half time. Um, getting our two quarters as I like to use in basketball terms. Um, but we have still got a wee bit to play. Um, the only concern for me is obviously certain players picked up yellow cards, which maybe will stop them from playing maybe um, this away game. And just to get through to the next stage, you don't want to risk them. And these mm-hmm. kind of games for me, which is where the rotational benefit, maybe see a boy who you'll know more than me, had a fantastic game at the weekend. Their signs maybe come in. You never know. Um, but I just, as I say, mate, I'm, 
I'm feeling we're going to, I'm honestly saying it, I think we'll win it. Uh, honestly, <laughs> give me Barcelona next. No, no, we got Alcacerai. All right, okay. I'll mm. take it. I mean, that's, that's a, a big statement. Johnston, by the way. So Johnston, what, we're talking almost a year ago, what have you, mm-hmm. went and drew one each, and it's built up as this. He's his Barcelona, man. Honestly. No, no, Barcelona. When I was looking through the results after the game, I couldn't believe that one. I thought Barcelona would have had that tie done at the new camp. Uh, so and now they need to go to Galatasaray, mm. another sort of hostile venue. That was a situation we didn't want to be in where we're going somewhere like that. When they've got that sort of support and, and having to obviously play our game as well, it's obviously going to be distracting. It would have been distracting for Red Star as well. Um, the, the Ibrox crowd, because it was jumping, it was a really good atmosphere. Um and they bring good atmosphere as well. The rest of our fans, fair play to them. Really whoa, good whoa, support whoa. they bring. Ah, uh, YouTubers. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not talking about Thogden. I'm I'm talking about uh, the actual support. I didn't see uh, the video the until. I uh, well, no, no YouTubers, mate. Um, but no, as I say, mate, there's still difficult teams in this competition. We shouldn't also get ahead of ourselves. But as where that game went, there that for me solidified it. We're almost there, Jack. I'm not going to say it, but we're almost there. Um, I hope you're right. Because there is difficult teams, as I say, still in it. I've seen that Atlanta were beaten by Leverkusen was at 3-2. So there's mm-hmm. still some really fantastic teams still left in the competition. It's only going to benefit us as well, as I said, for the, the main goal for next season, Champions League football. And as I said to you last week, I really feel what our best hope is uh, is winning this competition to get Champions League football. Uh, well, hopefully we can uh, use this as, as a stepping stone maybe to get there. But obviously the league is, is still the priority. There's still a lot of lot of games to be played, a lot of big games to be played in that to oh, where we course, can maybe course, obtain it. But is, that's what, that's my question actually. Never out yet. Never out yet. But is, um, um, the way I'm looking at it, if it were, where it's been like for a wee while now, I'm just thinking to myself, I can see us going all the way here. Um, no, because you think oh, we'll beat Dortmund with obviously performed really well against Redstone in the first leg. There's still a lot to happen in the second leg. Don't get that wrong, but I mean, the way we're performing in Europe is some of the best football I've seen us play, not only under Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, under this team, yeah. under like, under Gerard and all that. We, this is some of the best football we've played. Um, yeah. Obviously, we've played a lot of good football in Europe with Gerard, but this is this is unbelievable at knockout stage as well. Like, yeah. I, we didn't really have That's a great well. group run. Like, the group under Gerard was poor. Like, we could beat off Leon, yeah. we could beat off Sparta Prague. Like, you're thinking, do we even get out of this group? And then, obviously, Gio comes in for the last game, gets us into this position, and have performed performed so well. Like it's I never expected him like it. Well, that's where I think Gio's style benefits. I think he's fantastic in Europe, tremendous in Europe, and um, just need to, obviously we know we need to improve things. But no, man, I'm I'm really buzzing with these European games. I said we, we beat Dortmund. I mean, you look at that, mate. Who else is there to fear in this competition? I don't fear MD. Do you know what I mean? That's let's put them all on. But obviously, getting back to the game, it was. It was one where I, I really do feel like we could have, could have won it, probably should have won it, maybe a, a four or a five for me. But just as I say, a bit concerned with one or two picking up the yellows, mm-hmm. which obviously can come back in this competition and bite you sometimes. But as long as my boy Alfie gets that record as the number one, I'll be no, right. well, he's, I'll I think he's only like seven or eight off it now. Aye, so he's, he's, he's right up there. He's just took past the. Uh, Radamel Falcao as well. He's countryman, of course. Now he's the all-time leading South American goal scorer on the and, competition. And he still history. can't get a game. And he still <laughs> can't get a game for some odd reason. I don't know why. Uh, I know you look at he's dominating in Europe all the time. How does this guy not get a look in? But that's for Colombia's coaches to decide, I guess. But um, aye, it was literally the perfect result. 
Um, as we said, we're looking to go in mm-hmm. and get a comfortable lead to take over there. Three goals is perfect. Um, we all know we need to play our own game over there and maybe score a couple more to ensure that we win. But um, we'll talk about about that as we go on. But the full team, like you could really not fault anybody. Like you look at Tavernier again, step him up, pressure penalty. Uh, congratulations to him, he's no child as well. Uh, nice celebration, great penalty, high into the, the corner, and aye. Perfect. Morelos, again, bullying defenders. I mean, he's bullied Hummels the last game and he's bullying that full defence this time. Like, what a player he is, not only in Europe, just in general. He's, he's complete play is different under under Giovanni and it's it's something amazing to watch. Goldson, I thought, had a, a couple of moments where, uh, again, you're expecting it. Uh, Balogun, I thought, was fantastic. Grabs his goal as well. Great header uh, for me. Fantastic! Mm. It's nice to see him back in and watched it. Uh, before he scored that, I honestly, I was saying, "Mr. Right, Connor, get yourself up there and get one of the headers in the net." And then the boy Balogun does it, and I thought, "Fantastic!" He, he honestly was a fantastic header. Um, and as you're saying, going through the whole team, mate, you can have fought a man. They all turned up, as we said. Um, even McGregor saving up mm-hmm. massive penalty. As I said, I was bricking it as soon as it was because I just knew. I thought, "He's he's no saving this," and then he proved me wrong, and I'm happy about that. But aye, fantastic header for, for Balogun. Yeah, aye, Balogun, I thought, uh, thought was great. He's just so much more comfortable in there with Goldson. You just just feel so much more safe with him in there, and especially with Calvin Bassett left-back, who is becoming a, a right fan favourite. Like Even at the game at Dundee yesterday, when he comes over to applaud the fans, I've, I've not seen a player like that get that reception for a long time. Uh, Calvin Bassett is slowly but surely becoming one of your own. Uh, and I mean, you did predict it for a year ago, so... I'll, I'll give you that one. That is one you did uh, stick by. So, uh, Calvin Bassey was great at left-back. That position is his now. Um, and I expect him to be that the left-back going into the, the, the future as well. Lundstrom, again, unbelievable performance. Literally hard as nails. He goes down the box. I just know he's going to carry on. Uh, like you just know it. Whatever bump bruise that guy's going to take, he's going to play on for the badge. So, he was great. And next to Ryan Jack as well. Sensational. Uh, Aribo out in the right. Thought he had probably his best performance since AFCON. To be honest with you, I, I like him out there. Although we thought maybe he's better in the middle. I think he might be better out there. Because um, that, that position's still up for grabs as, as we speak. It always has been. Maybe he's the best option out there. Um, but the man that sort of grabbed my attention, big fan of Gwen Kamara, obviously. Gwen Kamara deployed in a different role. Obviously, with Scott Arfield out, Aaron Ramsey featured in the bench. He was playing behind Morelos and sort of a number 10 role, and I know he plays that for Finland, but, I mean, Glenn Kamara going forward is not something MD's ever really thought of because he's maybe negative when he gets the ball in a <clears throat> sort of high-up space and uh, to maybe take a shot. He always tries to pass it on, but behind Morelos and sort of in that role, he played it obviously in Sunday as well. I'm liking it. It's another way to fit Kamara in whilst also having Jack and Lundstrom. It's not too disruptive. And I think he does, obviously, the going back well. And he, he can definitely break up the pitch with pace and can pick out passes. And he's always there. So I did like it. And it was another sort of tactical uh, change for Gio that is welcomed. Oh, so this is what I'm liking about Gio. Players are getting to play in positions probably they've never, as you say, probably played beforehand under, under Gerard. So it's nice to see that. I mean, I don't think anybody would have thought by the way here, Lundstrom's a good centre-half, uh, put him in there. <laughs> Nobody would have, I wouldn't have thought that. So you see Kamara going forward, as you say, can be a bit, if you have no understanding what his, his job is to do, it can be a bit negative. Sometimes I feel like it can be, 
negative when you're trying to break on the attack. But no, it was nice to see him on the edge of the box looking to have a shot, which was refreshing. Um, and it's, it's just good to see Gio demanding a lot for the players. I like that. I like that from my manager that he wants. No, you're not going to be comfortable, son. Take the pair of shoes off. Try these ones on. See if he can play there. So I like that. I mean, my boy Greg Stewart, Jack, he can do it all over the park. Um, so it's nice to see these these lads taking a inspiration for Greg Stewart. Oh, of course, of course. Greg Stewart's uh, his finale will come and in, in the end of the, the episode, of course. Can't wait for that. But uh I came out. I, I just like how Gio's sort of well, listen, I know you're a massive come out. I'm so I'm a big fan of the players, of course. This. I know you're loving it, man. So fire away. Um, I, I just like how he's given players well, obviously Kamara came out the team a lot questioning him over this he's, he's form this season which he hasn't been great let's be honest um, mm. but in, in past weeks since he came out the team after the old firm game with Lundstrom and Jack came in sort of revitalised him a lot um, I think he got man of the match in the previous two games uh, before the Red Star game so obviously scored a goal against St Johnston Man of the match against um, Aberdeen gets the assist for the goal. So him sort of moving more forward, he's impacting the game. It's not it's just if he's there for for no reason. He's impacting the game with goals and assists and and forward runs, and I like it. Because um, I thought, we all thought maybe after that game, maybe Glenn Kamara's time at the club's numbered. But obviously signed that contract this season. He's maybe one of the more secure ones in the squad, to be honest with you. Uh, the fact he's done that, so... Good to see him in a position, and it's good to see Gio's tactics again working in, in Europe spot on. Like just the tactical tweaks where Lindstrom will drop in, bringing on Sands uh, to, to play that position as well. Uh, although we all like to laugh and joke about, oh, Gio loves a CDM, but it's it's working. Like we've got Glenn Kamara, who is a CDM playing centre forward, like centre attacking midfield. Joe Rebo's a centre mid playing right wing. Like, I like how all of these players are sort of adapting to positions and, and doing well. Like all over the pitch, you can, Balogun can play right back if you want. Bassey can play centre half, and he has done for the majority of Gio's reign so far. Uh, Lundstrom dropped in there as well, so it's good to have so many players that can adapt and play different roles. Especially, I seen um, we what could come in April if we go through in, in Europe. There's games every sort of three days. Like we're going to need to, every will get their moment. Lowry. McCann, I'm pretty sure he'll get there in moments. Um, so we're going to need the big squad and adapting players into new positions is going to be big for that. So I, I like seeing Kamara in there and then I liked obviously seeing Gio. He's not afraid to to do stuff. I like, but I, I like that. My manager we've witnessed it with Gerard too long where he never really wanted yeah, to change yeah. up too much. But I, I'm liking this. No, I'm liking it as well, mate. And something I want to just think on as well is my boy Ryan Kent. I feel like he's turned up the last couple of games, mate. I'm sorry, Nitty. Honestly, I thought he was fantastic again. Um, seemed to be finding himself again, so I'm happy to see this. Brian Kent's coming back, son. I'm enjoying it. No, he has been coming back slowly, but surely he's had maybe a couple of off days. But since uh, we'll use that since the old firm game, because that is really when this team needed to improve, and, uh, and we have done for the large part of it. The, uh, the formation change and stuff, and Kent in Europe is just deadly. Like, you want him out there and... I mean, he's beaten MD, hasn't he? Like, he's won us a couple of penalties over the tie, uh, on, over the Dortmund tie as well, over this one. Uh, so he's always a threat. He's always going to bring you danger out there. Players have no option but to bring him down because he's that quick with his feet. So the only thing he needs to That's add to his game is goals now. <laughs> That's it. I definitely, you could see that the two of them, there was two of them constantly on him on Thursday. And they were both having mean nibbles and knocks at him. So as we're talking about here. That's how deadly he is. You know what I mean? They're, the manager's asking two players, no, I need the two of you to mark them. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, Lionel Messi, watch out, son. Where is he? Where is he? He's no Gregory Stewart, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, but we've, if we wrap up uh, the Red Star home game, obviously, really mm-hmm. great night at Ibrox, another European night. Um, great, great result, great victory, but it's all about looking ahead to, to the uh, Thursday's game, we just, so we'll talk about that soon. Can we just talk about the FIFA cam and all? It does my head in sometimes. Do you know what? It's great to see that sort of that view of Ibrox. Ah, yeah, how does it do your head in though? Well, they constantly look to cut it. It's like a, it's like they've got a new toy. It's every like five. Oh, and they're trying to use all. Yeah, the time. Like, oh, show it, show it quick, show that cam quick. Do you know what I mean? I look forward to the, the days when some lads just up there in the buff. Do you know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? They turn around with that cam. But it's like every five minutes, there's a corner going to that camera quick. But I do like it, as I say, for the Dortmund game, it was fantastic. The, the whole, you know what I mean? You've seen the whole Ibrox and it was just mm. it was a beautiful sight, man. And it, it, that aspect of it is, is fantastic. But it's just, you know what it's like when you're watching a football game in the telly, mate? Every five minutes, they're cutting you yeah, something. Aye. You're like, just focus on the game. I get what you mean, actually, because watching the highlights back on YouTube, I mean, it's that camera that's getting used more than ah, it. I, I get agree. what you mean. You um, know, you're watching that Champions League final or something, and then every five minutes, it's like, oh, look at this. You're like, bro, you should yeah, have I, Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm with you, I'm with you. But um, moving on to, to Dundee then, obviously, yesterday's game in the, the Scottish Cup. It's a phase of the Scottish Cup that we've not been able to get by for a while. Uh, if I believe uh, St. Johnston last season put us out. Um, obviously uh, was at Hearts the year before that uh, so we've not been able Aye. to get to Hamden in the Scottish Cup for a while uh, but it was job well done we took what we done on Thursday into Sunday's game and we dominated the game for the first whistle uh, got the result we needed went through in the Cup gave some players a lot of game time which was nice to see uh, the, the lineup. obviously McLaughlin came in Hollander came in Sands came in uh, I think that was that it Ramsey, of course, as well. Ramsey gets a start. It was nice to see him. Uh, and starting on him, it's clear to see the level that he is as a player. Uh, obviously, he's just back for an injury. Maybe not playing in the best pitch, but his link-up play with Tavernier on that right-hand side at times was, was a joy to watch. We get the penalty through that uh, for mm. the second goal. And you can just tell his levels above every single player in the squad in terms of where he's been, the quality of player he is. So if we keep him fit and, and firing... It's not going to be long before he's a permanent fixture on the side. I don't think for the the rest of the season because um, ah, he was he was great to watch yesterday, uh, and it was nice to see obviously some players coming off the bench and that, um, and getting just getting the job done early. Look, you don't want to sort of be now now at half time going into this tie. Although the Dundee support was absolutely shambolic, by the way, like. Could count in my my two hands the amount of fans they had in that stand yeah, yeah. that bad honestly for a for a cup a cup quarter final against oh, Rangers yeah. and I get they're having sort of uh, bad blood with their, their board at the moment ticket prices they're obviously not performing I can get it but uh, I thought it was a, a poor turnout for them Rangers and obviously in full voice is always uh, fantastic I always support again and it was nice to break that that. Um, Bad luck charm with the, the purple kit. <laughs> we know what was happened in that kit oh, before. Ah, so yeah. it was nice to break yeah. that. Um that bad spell that put on us. But Goldson obviously gets the goal at first. My dad was raging because he had Hollander on for first goal. And <laughs> I'm watching the highlights. So I'm saying Hollander's goals, that's in at, at first. So Aye. robbed uh, at 35 to 1 for that one. So Sorian, but Goldson obviously puts it in. He's doing a baby celebration. Is he get a kid on the way and all? What's happening here? 
I tell you who's going to have a kid on the way. My boy Greggy Stewart, but no, listen. Uh, obviously, you were, you, you were at the game, mate. I I watched the highlights back, um, and it just seems like we were just all over him. Steamrolling. I was happy to see my boy McLaughlin come in. Sands been given an opportunity, um, and the young lads been given an opportunity as well. And Ramsey, he's actually playing a game. I was I was starting to get a bit worried. Let's not all pretend we weren't, where it was going to turn into a situation that we, we were hoping it wouldn't. But uh, I'm I'm hopeful that it's not going to turn into that. Fingers crossed. Um, but no, it's nice to get into the semi-finals of the cup. To say it's always important these competitions, man. I seen the meme that perfectly sums it up, which is the Frank uh, Lampard one. You're through the semi-finals, but then you realise it's yeah. a hand. So that's uh, that's the next hurdle we go over now. That we've got by this sort of quarter-final thing that's haunted us for a couple of years. It's now going and actually winning at Hamden. Like, how often do we struggle at Hamden? Like. For about five years, six years or something, like we have just not performed. No, we haven't, mate. And you think back to the last performance there, obviously, Gio was up in the stands watching the game. Connor Goldsmith had an interview, so let's hope we can get through. Um, as I say, I, really, as I, say I, I just want to win the Cups and mm-hmm. Everton that's there. Do you know what I mean? Everton that we're involved in, we should aim to win. Um, especially, as I say, man, it'd, it'd just be nice to get, get over this hurdle that seems to be a mental roadblock for the team. I don't Honestly, I don't know what it is. Um, but no man, it would just it's G- Gio's got to be the guy. GI Joe Gio gets us through to the finals. Let's hope so. Let's hope so because we've got the draw to look forward to. Obviously, the night after the Dundee United Celtic uh, game, Hearts, Hibs, Rangers, and then one of the two will obviously be through. If Celtic go through, it's the first time in Scottish Cup history that the two Edinburgh sides and the two Glasgow sides have been in the semi-finals of the cup, which I thought no was chance. an interesting start. I know it's mental. That's um, crazy. But I, it's good to get through. It's good to mm. be comfortable in that game. Never once did I feel under any pressure. Dundee are shocking. Like they're so bad, Aye. so bad at football. Like I've never seen a team that bad. I think Annan were better than Dundee, honestly. Um, I obviously Tavernier another great penalty as well. We could have had a few more. Morelos probably should have had that trick in the first half. Ramsey had one saved. Um, but Sakala should have had. Aye, Sakala should have had a couple as well. Do you know what I mean? I see maybe the one with Roof where Roof whips the ball and I'm thinking, all right, maybe the pace of the ball, but even still, right, I'm thinking. All you need to do is touch it. Surely. Honestly, the first person that came to my mind when I seen that, I thought Ali McCoy must have been having a fit watching that. Do you know what I mean? That would have been a field day for him. He'd have put five of them in the net. Exactly. I know. Sakala is the only thing he needs to brush up on is his finishing, really. He took a nice finish for the third goal, right enough. The man, Alex Lowry, busting for midfield. Well, he's just he's so good. Just need. I don't. I don't care who, who's available at the time. For me, he's on the bench. He should be on the bench, regardless. Mm. Every single game, he's he's really good. Uh, comes on, makes an instant impact within thirty seconds. Gets his assists. Sakala gets the goal. Uh, wraps it up. Three nothing. Probably a more reasonable scoreline when you look at it. We had so many chances. Ramsey had his other one in the second half. Cleared off the line like. The goalie was good for them right enough, kept him in it. It could have been an absolute cricket score I, if he didn't. I, something, I always seem to find that when we played on the away, man. It's always like, oh, the goalie had a decent performance, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I tell you what, she's just going back to Alan McCoy. I had a rumour Alan McCoy's doing Strictly Come Dancing. Oh, is that right, aye? Aye, if he is, I'm telling you. If he is, I'm tuning in, aye. I maybe have to do a weekly hang on this uh, podcast. Aye, Strictly podcast. Aye, and Ali's tango. <laughs> oh well if that's true that'll be interesting then I expect him to be a fan favourite on that but uh, I, as you say like, looking at some of the chances I mean he would have been dealing at the fact that we didn't, oh, didn't score some of them but, um, he's always 
I was going off at Morelos on BT for missing things. Mm-hmm. Every t- honestly in Europe, it's how do you miss that? So I'd hope he'd be doing it with fashion as well, man. Honestly, he'd have buried all them. We all know that, but just it was. I'm like, come on, bro, finish it. You've got to finish that. Yeah, I, no, no, I do agree. Look, plenty of chances yesterday. Just thankfully, we were already up to nothing by the time obviously fashion scores his the third goal for us and another another goal for him. Look, even though he did miss chances and he still kept his head up and he still got his goal, it, it seems to happen all the time. Every time he starts or or he um, or he comes off the bench, he's got he's got a goal to his name, which is good for your attacking players to come on and do. Um, I thought he was good. I thought Kemar Roof had a really good performance when he came on, actually. Um, fighting for the ball, making chances. Unlucky again, maybe not to get a goal on the day, but Roof was good. Um, obviously, Charlie McCann comes on as well. He really, really does look like he's going to be a good player. Just the way he's so comfortable on the ball and reminds me sort of a like Stephen Davis-esque kind of player. Like, just oh, class, yeah. classy with the ball. He's obviously reverted to, to Northern Love Ireland him. now as well. So uh, nice to see Davis has won, uh, made his effect on him. Uh, Ahmad Diallo comes on as well. Uh, and i seen more for Ahmad Diallo. Uh, i seen him actually chasing for the ball, wanting to receive the ball, trying to make stuff happen. He was unlucky with a free kick just at the end of the game as well. So nice to see him um, back on the pitch. Obviously, I'm excited by that signing. I have been, I've made that pretty vocal. So it's nice to see him on the pitch. Hopefully, expect, as we said, with April as well, maybe game time will come for him um, eventually. But the man who did the game for me was James Sands. Uh, I mean, when I, I think when a lot of people see him on the team sheet, and it hasn't been so frequently, obviously, Aberdeen away, Livingston at home, uh, people aren't sort of pleased with it for some reason. Obviously, he's still a new player. On loan for New York, um, still sort of bedding into the squad. Starts yesterday, and I thought he was sensational in that CDM role. Where there's so many good, uh, good players that can can play in at Lundstrom. Uh, Jack, obviously the, the notable two at the moment, have been playing that role so well. Sands, Sands put in a ten out of ten yesterday. I don't care what Andy says. Sands was dominant in the midfield. Uh, listen to his interview as well. He says, uh, how, like, the interviewer asks him, how, how have you been adapting to Scottish football? And he, he says there's different types of games, like there's different things you need to bring. And the thing he said he brought yesterday was the, the sort of toughness to, to go and win the ball back. And uh, he'd done that, broke up the, bo- the the play well, sent players on. He was just like, a, a mountain in there, like just nobody could get by him. Uh, great passing range on him as well. Um, and I, th- I find I think this is finally him introduced now to the Rangers uh, fan base. I mean, a lot of people like like everybody that seems to come to the club if they don't instantly do something, nah, they're not good enough. I've seen it with John Lundstrom. Obviously, he's come on, starting to become a fan favourite. James Sands put in a good performance yesterday, and it's nice to see him get some plaudits. Um, and I was very impressed with him as well. So. 21 years old, still need to remember that. American international as well. We need to remember what we have on our hands. A really good prospect. So, um, I I thought it was uh, I thought it was sensational. Um, especially be maybe Lundstrom out for for the game on Thursday. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if Sands is in there again because uh, to me he looks like he can do it. That's what I'm happy to hear, son. Listen, as I said, a lot of people were very critical. Um, I thought it was funny then where you need to take your time. 21 American coming over here, have fun, son, have fun. And he's just played a full um, season as well, you've got to remember that. Like. Exactly. He's just played a full season in MLS, so no, it'd be nice to see him um, come in first day, as I said. Didn't get to see it again, but I'm happy to see him getting the plaudence he deserves. As I say, mate, there's a current team here. I predict these things all right. 
I predicted my boy Lundstrom would be a success up here. I predicted my boy Calvin Bassey would be fantastic up here. I predicted John Lundstrom would... Uh, I've just said John Lundstrom, John McLaughlin. I predicted would have enjoyed Spider-Man. And he did enjoy Spider-Man, I feel, all the comments it seems. Um, no, so I'm happy to see these lads getting getting the presence they deserve, mate. They, honestly, it's just about getting behind them, supporting them, um, and giving them a bit of encouragement. And it's nice to hear, obviously, uh, the boy from Man United take him on. He's actually backtracking the ball. Seems like he's probably learned that he has to earn his place here. It's not just going to be given to him mm-hmm. because he comes to Manchester. Um, and I'm happy the young lads come on and obviously got to make an appearance, which is, is always good to see. Um, I'd hopefully maybe see them involved on the, the Thursday. That would be nice as well. No, I would, Alex Lowry, I think, is definitely going to be in that because obviously with the Europa League ah, growing thing, he's, uh, he's definitely going to be there. Uh, I'm not sure about Charlie McCann if he's in the squad or anything. Ah, I just pretend he's Scottish. Alex Lowry, for me, is a guy, if he gets on against Red Star, although I think it will be more of a defensive approach if we need him or somebody like that. Aribo, I heard, has picked up a knock as well. Don't know if he'll be ready for uh, for Thursday. But See what I meant with Thursday is I think Thursday's just going to go to St Johnston away. Honestly, play the most boring football you can. Let them try to intimidate you, but just play the most boring football. You get a chance on the break or something. Do what you need to do. Um, That's exactly it. All we need to do is keep it cool. Aye. Just, do you know what I mean? You can't allow that environment to determine how you play. Do you know what I mean? You've got to just be nice and cool. Because I I expect them to come out of the box being aggressive. I was looking at the coach and I thought, mate, nobody ordered McDonald's. What are you doing here? Um, (laughs) But no. I'm only joking. No, nah, he was passionate for the game. I know he played fair, but it was at Inter Milan and all that part. But no, you could tell that I definitely expect him to be very aggressive coming out of the box and try and maybe proceed the, the referee decisions. You never know. I thought the ref on uh, Thursday, I thought the ref was, was quite good as well. He looked quite a lot of the game flow, I thought, at times. But no, I'm, I'm hopeful to see uh, Lowry play, mate. I kind of just want to just throw him in there, play him on the Thursday, please. It'd be, it'd be lovely for to see for him. him. Uh, sorry, hang on, mate, but the way I'm thinking is, look, listen, we've got that 3-0. If we, we play our game, we, if we go out there, we get maybe one or two goals and then we try and just bowl them with the game. But let's let's rotate the squad a bit for me because obviously we've still got big games coming up. Um, also, this game's massive in, in terms of also getting us through, but I just think maybe a bit of rotation in there. I'd like to see Sands come in. I'd like to see my boy Lowry come in. Um, maybe give McGregor a wee night off. I know he might want the appearance, more caps on there, but maybe give him a wee night off to play some golf, have a wee red wine, maybe some wee, some pasta, whatever the guy likes, give him a night off um, and, and tell him we'll see you for Dundee, mate. But he'll probably start, to be honest with you. I expect him to go to the start. I'm predicting quite a, quite a strong one for us because obviously, as, as Gio said as well, they're going to just treat this, this as if it's the first leg again. Like the 3-0 goes out the window. We still need to go and turn up, show up and, right. and play our football because we all know what Red Star are going to do. They're going to try and intimidate us with the atmosphere. They're going to try and start fast, be aggressive and, and get in our faces. But if we set up in a way that will allow us to soak up a lot of pressure because I feel that we're going to have to and break on the counter, which means we're going to need to have some pace up there. I'm really hoping Maribo is ready uh, for Thursday and he's all right because I think he could be that guy alongside Kent. Um, I, as you say, there, there will be maybe a wee bit of rotation, especially with Lundstrom, maybe nursing an injury, Aribo. Um, but I'll go away with the team I would go with now. McGregor, Tavenier, Goldson, Balligan, Bassey. Uh, same back five that started the game. Jack, 
if Lundstrom's not ready, I don't have a problem with playing Sands. Obviously, that's still up for debate at the moment, so either two of them. Kent, I have a feeling it's going to be Kamara and behind Morelos again, but Ramsey, Ramsey's got 70 minutes under his belt now. Why not play him? He's, he's tailor-made for this, this environment. He's played in a lot of big big games before so having a play like that in the pitch maybe could be big for us um, but I'm expecting it to be Kamara Aribo out in the right hopefully and then Morelos leading the line as you see with Lowry in that like if we get to obviously you don't want to predict anything but say they're winning the game we need somebody, somebody to come on and, and and make an impact Lowry could be that guy uh, fashion obviously could be that guy because um, as I say I feel we're going to need to play in the counter attack um, and I feel like that's what Gio set up with that's why I maybe probably can see Kamara playing because I think either Lundstrom or Sands is going to go make it a back five for mm. for the majority of the game to soak up that pressure and break well, if we if we end up scoring the first goal though the, the tie's done like, that's, that should be what well, the team talking all that should be for me well, I mean Dortmund fought that and then look what happened at Anfield Jack we watched that team on just saying, uh, no, listen, I can't believe a shame on you for not mentioning my boy, my dog, Kemal Roof. Did you not mention him? Come on. It's just no guy's kind of game. I'll tell you right now, it's Kemal Roof's kind of game. I'll tell you right now, I'd put it on odds. Kemal Roof gets two goals and we see the Instagram celebrations. Uh, no, I'm always joking. Uh, no, listen, I'm, I'm happy with our defence, that midfield. Um, I'd like to see Ramsey play. I would just play Lowry for the start, really, to be honest with you. Maybe give McLaughlin a game and all. Um, and if they want fly me out, I'll play. Mm-hmm. I know, let's do it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm buzzing now. I'm buzzing for this game. To be honest with you, I'm looking forward to Thursday night. Um, and I just want to play Barcelona. Every time I'm, I'm looking at the who's playing, and I just think to myself, "Geez, Barcelona, just geez, nah, Barcelona, please." Oh, obviously, They're a lot so of the ties are still wide open. Uh, Sevilla one 0 against West Ham to go back to London and play them. If Galatasaray put them out, that's going to be massive. One um, last see when I looked at my phone the other night and all, and uh, people were on about the PSG game, I said that I should have put it on. I said, nah, Real Madrid go through, Ben's my hat trick. Um, that was a great game, I watched that as well. Uh, I didn't PSG. watch it, I, just, I, was, I was walking up upstairs, my phone, I was like, oh, it's still 1-0, and I was like, ah, Ben's my scores, and uh, Real Madrid go through. And exactly that happened. Benzema was a guy for that occasion. And I'm hoping Morelos is a guy for this occasion. Uh, Oops. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm pitching it in my my head now. I was scoring over there, silence in their crowd. That would be it'd be big. I just want to stay in control of the tie. I don't want to give away anything cheaply. I don't want to let them back into it so easily. I want to stay in control of the game. As we say, if we need to soak up pressure, do it uh, and and break when we can. Uh, because uh, as we said, it's still going to be a tough game, regardless if we're winning three 0 or not. I've seen a lot of quality for them that ensured me that there's going to be still some uh, some work left to do in this tie. Even though they scored three offside goals, I mean, f- for a couple of them, they cut our defence wide open at times. Uh-huh. Uh, they've obviously got the players there to finish them. Alexander Katai obviously missed the penalty, but uh, two goals he scored offside uh, is going to be a threat. Mirko Ivanic didn't play too well, but I thought um, not many of their players obviously stepped up to the occasion. Still want to watch regardless. Uh, obviously a striker I can't remember his name off the top of my head uh, he gets through with that one-on-one with Al McGregor and he saved it well so right. there's times where they can get through and they look comfortable passing the ball on that so I'll shorten it for you what you're trying to say is 
they're still a wee decent team. Let's not rule them out. And I completely not agree with you. So that's why I'm saying let's play a, just a boring ball no no. Maybe take our chances, get a win or what have you. You never know, but uh, I they're still a dangerous side, definitely. Yeah, you just need to keep it tight at the back. Just as we said, don't let gear in the way. Um, stay in control of the game. If we're still in control as we are at the moment at half time, um, I mean that's the time you might be to make it. They're going to be pushing harder and harder for a goal. So maybe bringing on a player like Fashion if he doesn't start or something to get pace up there, uh, um, and you might might end up sealing the tie for yourself. But I'm I'm looking at the team to go in this the same way they did the first leg. We're going to play our game and we're going to try and try and score and, and beat them and get the game done in the first half. That's what I would like to know here anyway. And then maybe we can look forward to, to the quarterfinal. But it's not all over yet. Plenty of plenty of minutes, 90 minutes in the game left to go. Adding VAR decisions as well. Never rule that out. But it's going to be a tough one. And I'm looking forward to it. And if we get through, it's going to be monumental for the club. But if we get through this, I mean, surely we're looking Plus, at anybody. MD. MD, I say MD and then I think about uh, Leipzig and um, uh, Atlanta. Um, but no, no, do you know what? MD, I just, he's Barcelona. Uh, he's Barcelona, that's what I want, mate. But uh, no, definitely. Everyone, take them all on. Nah, but it's all about Thursday. Let's get through first and then we can, we can definitely talk about that. And then on to Sunday's game, Dundee again, uh, the same two games this time in the league. I don't know if you would obviously this is more important because it's your bread and butter of the league, especially after a Sunday travelling uh, for Red Star Belgrade as well. It's going to be it's going to be tough. Obviously, same situation Thursday Sunday. Um, I expect again maybe a couple of changes to the team that will play on Thursday, but it's all about the three points. We know Dundee are going to be scrapping for points in the league, but we also know how bad they were considering we just played them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so no excuses for me we need to be going out there and dominating the game for the start as we did um, so is this a, in the cup. so is this one away again yeah at Dens Park again I. why do we, do we not just play them back to back <laughs> I mean get out of the way Ugh, what do you want to go Are you going back up I don't think I'm going to this game no I'm not going to this no? one it's a 12 o'clock kickoff this time so I don't think is I'm it with telly in it yeah it's on the telly anyway I. I, I, no, but listen, uh, so what I'm hearing and what I, I've seen through the highlights, no excuses here. They, they look like a really poor side. Um, I'm hoping for a, a good result here. Um, make my boy Greg Stewart proud, please. That's all I ask, Rangers. Make my boy Greg Stewart proud. Exactly. And before we go on to him, uh, the team looking like, obviously, I don't think Hallander's in the... European squad because mm. he wasn't on the bench, but I expect the only change to be Hollander in for, for, for uh, Balogun. Jack Sands, Kamara, Lundstrom, take your pick, to be honest with you. I think Fashion, Ramsey, Kent, Morelos for the for mm. the front fa- uh, front floor, sorry. If Ramsey obviously didn't start the, the game away, it's hard to predict, obviously, because this game's a week mm. away, but um, I expect that he'd be, he put all your sort of work into the Red Star game and then Obviously, the league's still big as well. Just pick a strong team for the squad available and hopefully get that job done as well. Um, but aye, Greg Stewart winning the league, dominating India. Um, what a guy. Um, I mean, there's there's no better individual who deserves this, Jack, than Greg Stewart. Some of the goals he has scored have been out of this world, Ballon d'Or candidate. Um, I mean, 
It's fantastic to see a guy like that go out there and, and you can laugh maybe a lot of people. I know people try and take a hang me about oh it's the Indian League or what have you, but winning any league to me is it's important. And uh, you see my boy Gregor Stewart. Um, who had the time of his life this time last year, is now having the time of his life again, winning more silverware. Hmm. Um, I wouldn't be shocked to see him maybe come back over, maybe playing a Scottish game, maybe playing the championship. I wouldn't be shocked because, I mean, you're looking at the guy's numbers this season. Let me it's just rattle them off for you. Like, Goal, nine, 19 games, 11 goals and 10 assists, and that's including, let's see, one, two, three, four five, six, seven, eight, nine Man of the Match awards as well. So, as you said, no matter what the league is, that guy is a Ballon d'Or candidate this year. He's got to be. Listen, <clears throat> he's got to be. See some of the goals. On, it's a serious, as I'm saying, serious note here. Some of the goals he scored have been absolutely classic. Like, I'm making myself... How is he not used the Rangers more? Like, what are the stats? Uh, this is how this that? whole thing started. This is why we follow this guy's career because we're <laughs> he's sitting there all the last season and we just didn't even use him. I know. Sitting a bit honestly, imagine, as I said, imagine being that guy last season. You watch your game, maybe go home, have a wee bit of steak and uh, whatever you want, mate, mash, chips, what have you. Go and play golf or whatever you train with the team. It'd been fantastic. Now he's over in India living the life. Getting himself the Ballon d'Or. I'm telling you, son, it's fantastic to see Greg Short doing well. And I wouldn't be shocked to see him um, come back over to the UK and maybe play. Or who knows, he might, might decide to go to the MLS. He might decide to go wherever he wants to go. Oh, well, he's going to conquer every league he's going, going to go into. So he might try something else after this season. Who knows? I'm just saying, uh, I know a team that could uh, could be doing with somebody putting the ball in the back of the net. And uh, I think Greg Short could be decent for him. That's all I'm saying. Fair enough, fair enough. But... Um, I think that's seven now. If you want to add anything on at the end, as you always like to do, I do like to add. Um, just want to say thanks to the people for listening, as always. Appreciating. Um, obviously, I missed the missed the Dundee game live, but um, I will be tuning in this time for the the real steak and gravy. Um, but no, I'm just buzzing. As I say, bring Barcelona on. I'm proud of my boy Gregor Stewart, and um, that better be the title of this episode. By the way, proud of my boy Gregor Stewart. I'm telling you, it better be. Um, but right. no, just thanks everyone for, for listening and enjoy your night. Stay safe. Nah, I appreciate it as always. We look forward to the cup draw after the game. Uh, the night that will be on our Twitter, giving our thoughts about that. So at every other mm-hmm. Saturday one as always, uh, but pretty active over there. So uh, if you'd like to pretty non-stop, active, really? non-stop active, should I say, I get the people following. But um, uh, if you could like, subscribe and share about it for us, very much appreciated as always. And we'll be back next week previewing the next set of games uh, and hopefully cover them two victories so we'll see you then